Hey everyone. Yeah, I wanted to do this while I'm waiting to clock in. But I have the <laughs> the card right here for Extreme Rules, as you can tell. And uh, a lot of people are doing the predictions and everything. Some, of course, are going to wait till after SmackDown to see if anything else is added. Uh, I know Jason Solomon, Solomon did his predictions and pretty much said that he'll update them if anything comes up. And I might do the same too, or I might just try to guess of what they're going to do, but right now, I'm just going off of these six matches. You know, we might get one more match, who knows, maybe a match for the uh, kickoff show, we, we, you know, we'll see, but right now, it looks like we got six matches, and if there's one thing I think we can all tell with Triple H um, over these past two shows, um, it's the fact, and I think even SummerSlam to an extent, but mainly the past two shows, well, it's Clash of the Castle on this upcoming one. Well, it's not past yet, but basically what we can tell from his presence and with Raw and SmackDown is he's going the opposite direction of Vince. And Vince because Vince and his crew apparently were about quantity over quality. That's what they were. More like give them more matches and the fans will be happy no matter how long it makes the show run. Triple H is more like, let's give them quality over quantity. You know, and it's like, let's give them the matches that matter in the grand scheme of things right now and not be able to just put things there for a reason and all that. So, that's what he's doing here. Right now, six matches seem to be the, seem to be the uh, place that the, uh, seems to be the final, um, decision that they're making but again they could add one more match we're not entirely sure just yet but they could add one more uh, but we'll see we'll see what happens uh, but the matches go like this uh, the first match uh, prediction wise is Liv Morgan defending against Ronda Rousey in an extreme rules match for the Smackdown Women's Championship um, you know a lot of people are saying that you know, Ronda's going to win, that, you know, Liv's had a good title reign. Some are surprised that she made it this far, but now pretty much the fairy tale has to end. The midnight hour has struck, and, and the glass slipper no longer fits. So, you know, a lot of people go to Ronda, you know, to win, but there are also a lot of people 50-50 going with Liv, because why would you put Liv in an extreme rules match with Ronda Rousey if it wasn't, you know, your way, WWE's way, to find an out for Liv Morgan uh, to keep the title, but also maintain Ronda as being strong. Um, you know, I, I can't think of any other reason besides that. So, again, it's a 50-50 toss-up. Um, but if anything, I might be wrong about this, but I'm going to go with Ronda to, to win. Uh, the reason I'm going to go with Ronda because I, even though Liv is showing some um, bite to her now, she's showing some aggression and all that, extreme, very extreme aggression, if you will. And, you know, she's learning on the side legitimately, I guess, from Matt Riddle and others. Um, it, this kind of gives me the vibes of SummerSlam of a several years ago when Ronda beat Alexa Bliss. You know, that kind of gives me, gives me the vibes and all that. That this is around 
kind of it kind of gives it, it basically the, it's a feeling of deja vu is what it is it's like Rhonda is just gonna you know take everything that lives cancer and she's just gonna shrug it off like obviously you're gonna get a moment where Liv's gonna try to go for a candlestick shot to the side and Rhonda's just gonna grab it and break it in half and that's gonna scare Liv and you know and all that or or something she's gonna do something to where she just hulks up if you will goes beast mode and that's pretty much gonna spell the end for for Rhonda I mean we saw what happened like I said SummerSlam we saw what happened at the uh, I think it was at the Cla Clash of Champions the Night of Champions the following month where Rhonda and Alexa had a little bit more of a competitive match but when you know Alexa got a little too cocky that's when you know Rhonda woke up beat went into beast mode and pretty much ended uh, Alexa's chances of winning so again I get those similar vibes here so I'm gonna probably go with Rhonda to the uh, to win uh, I'm not ruling out Liv winning because again you know there are different scenarios that could play in but I'm gonna go with Rhonda winning this because I, I just feel it's tailor-made for her to win um, and, and also if you're gonna do something similar to you know Survivor Series in the past where it's going to be different, but it's also going to have some of what happened before. Um, I could see Ronda being put into a champion versus champion scenario against Bailey or Bianca. I could, I could see that. Um, speaking of Bianca and Bailey, but I am going to go Ronda on this one. But speaking of Bianca and, uh, and Bailey, I'm going to go uh, with uh, Bianca. You know, I know a lot of people are saying Bailey's going to win and more than likely that's going to happen but like I said if they're planning to do anything identical to what they've done in the past with just a few differences that being the war games and, and a few other matches um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say this that if they stay true true to that tradition they've had over the past several years years where you have to have interpromotional champion versus champion matches to see who's the best um, I have to go with Bianca winning this because if you want a money maker for Survivor Series to advertise alongside, um, you know, alongside War Games, then Ronda versus Bianca, Champion versus Champion, SmackDown versus Raw. If you're going to keep any resemblance of that to an extent, and any positive coming out of that to an extent, that's the match you go with. So I'm going to go with Bianca. And again, the reason I say that is mainly because of the fact that even if, even with war games and everything um, headlining the show, the two matches, um, I think Bianca against, I think Bianca is going to win. I think, you know, if it's not, here's what I look at, if it's not Survivor Series that they do it at, then obviously they're going to do it probably at day one or at WrestleMania if they can't get be, uh, Becky and um, Ronda, or they're going to do it at the Rumble. It's going to be one of those two. It's going to, if it's not Survivor Series, it's either going to be Day One or the Rumble. That's what I look at. So, I'm going with Bianca though, because again, if they want to get to Bianca Ronda, this is the money mat. This, this is the obvious direction you want to go in. Especially, like I say, if you're going to keep some tradition over the pa of the past Survivor Series of brand supremacy, as ridiculous as that is. Uh, intact to go along with uh, to go along with war games this is in my opinion um, 
the, the best direction for them to go. Um, I'm gonna go by these real quick because I gotta clock in for work. Uh, Edge versus Balor, I quit. That's an interesting, that's a toss up. A lot of people are saying that Balor will win because they're gonna find some notorious, nefarious re reasons for him to win. I'm not denying that, especially if it's true that, you know, you know the uh, current regime is behind a battle to win. So, you know, I'm not, like I said, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not against that or anything. I'm not against that totally. Um, but Edge, you know, he does have say in some of the outcomes. So, you know, so I, I don't know. It's a toss-up here. So, I mean, I, I would assume Finn needs it. But we'll see what happens. To me, it's one of the toss-ups right there. So I, I, can't, I can't say. Uh, but the Barreling Brutes against Imperium in a six-man good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Um, you know, if Gunther is going to retain against Sheamus on Friday on the season premiere of SmackDown, then I'm going to go with uh, the Brawling Brutes. I, I think they need it more uh, than anything. You know, I'm not against Imperium winning, but I'm definitely sensing that if Sheamus doesn't win on Friday, you know, then his team's going to win on Saturday. Then we got Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross in a strap match. Uh, this ought to be real good. Really, really violent. Probably on par with Sheamus and Gunther. I'm going to go with Karrion Cross to win because he, need, he needs a big win to really elevate him into that main event undisputed WWE Championship Universal Contender uh, slot, if you know what I mean. So I'm going to go with Karrion Cross. Then we have Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins in the fight pit match. This is going to be violent. This is going to be hard hitting. Daniel Cormier is the referee. I'm going to go with Matt Riddle to win, but just barely. Just barely. And uh, I expect uh, the White Rabbit, the Fiend, to debut after that and target Rollins, as that'll be his first step to go after Reigns. So. Those are my predictions for Extreme Rules 2022 as of right now. Let me know what your thoughts are down below. I got to get into work, guys, and I'll talk to you later.